Hey everyone, Nolan Graham here, and I want to welcome you to In The Loop, a monthly podcast where we explore leadership and long-term sustainable growth for the apostolic church in the 21st century. The mission of In The Loop is to provide continued leadership and church growth content to the apostolic church, including inspiration to application and process to systems that help maintain a trajectory of healthy leadership and a positive culture. So let's lean into this month's podcast with our host, Tom Durantz. Thank you, Nolan, and welcome back, everybody. So glad you're with me in the loop. Hey, before I get started here, I want to make a maybe a suggestion, a recommendation, if you could help me. If you could share this podcast with your friends or someone you think that might benefit from it or like it, my goal is to, I guess, reach as many people as possible with the subject matter and you have resources and networking circles that I don't have. You have uh, people that you know that I would never meet. So if you felt it would be appropriate or if you want to just do me a favor, try to share the podcast, see if we can't get our listen, listening audience up. And uh, I think that would be good. I'm just trying to reach the apostolic leaders and the apostolic pastors with what I've learned, what I research, what I think is relevant to grow the church. Again, the purpose of this podcast is to grow a sustainable church in the 21st century. So, all right, thank you. Commercial over. Let's get back to why we are here. I want to talk to you today about your personal leadership, maybe in part your self-improvement. In our culture in the UPC, nobody really monitors us. I've said this over and over, but nobody really monitors us or pushes us to do better unless we put someone in our life to do that. Our culture, our resources, our environment uh, doesn't make us do that. The autonomy of the UPC church and the pastors is, uh, it is what it is, and I like the autonomy, so I'm not even complaining about that whatsoever. But if I'm not a self-starter, if I'm not a motivated person, uh, I may not be motivated to make myself better. So I want to push you today. I want to challenge you to make yourself a better leader. John Wooden said this, and I quote, the most powerful leadership tool you have is your own personal example, end quote. The most powerful leadership tool you have is your own personal example. This is what I know, that leaders set the standard. Leaders must set the example with others. We are the standard, the gold standard of our organization, of our company, of the firm, uh, of the church. And people will key off us and people will watch us. And so if we're going to set the standard, what kind of standard have you been setting? Just an honest question. What kind of standard have you been st- setting? We must set the standard and set the rules, number one, of respect. I think in the biblical arena that we live and I live full time, respect and submission is huge. But I've noticed in my district work, in the SoCal district, I noticed as just being a pastor in our section, that when we kind of get to that level, that we're not always respectful and we're not always submitted. But I know for sure when we're in the organization and when we're the top dog and the leader, we want respect and we want submission. So who challenges you to be submitted and respectful to the firm, to the organization, to the district, to the national, to the section? You see, we must set rules of respect. Leaders must also set rules of commitment. What I think is important to me is commitment and follow through. So if you are a leader 
and you're listening to this because you are a leader, I want to challenge you to self-improve. Bring resources into your life. Bring things into your life that makes you a better leader because when you become a better leader, you're a better person, and a better person is a better leader. They feed each other. And so I, I want to challenge you. Healthy cultures are first modeled at the top, you and I, and then mirrored within the organization. So if I'm going to have a healthy culture at Truvine, then I'm going to have to model that at the top. And if I'm going to model that at the top, I'm going to have to start with myself. I have to invest in myself. I have to read. I have to research. I have to podcast, listen to podcasts. I, I go to conferences. I network. What am I doing? I am starting with myself. And this is what we got to make sure of, okay? Here, I learned this as a leader. I got to make sure that my personality doesn't affect the process. So I would just ask you this question. Think about it. Is your personality affecting the process? Every personality, all personality traits have their good, and of course, they have their bad. So ask yourself the question and be honest. Is my personality affecting the process? And if it is, then I need to adjust my personality, not the process. Because when we adjust the process, the personality wins. And sometimes in all of our personalities, there's sections that aren't that great that could hurt the process that could torpedo the goal. And I've got to make sure this. If you're a bivocational pastor, and I've been one, I've started a church, I've been a church planner, I've carved out something. So I understand, I get it. Not only was I a bivocational pastor, I was a business owner, which is another whole level, another level of commitment and pressure. Because you're not just clocking in eight to five Monday through Friday. There's a whole other layer of time that's being sucked out of your life. So those of you that are bivocational or even those of you that are a leader, and you say, well, I don't work at the church, but I'm a leader for the local church. Here's a question I want to ask you to help you stay focused. Are you smothered by your day job? Is your day job smothering you? Is it suffocating your life? What do I mean by that? Is all of that extracting my energy and my time, and I don't get to minister or give back to the kingdom like my heart is begging me to? Am I smothered by the day job? Is it suffocating my life? Or maybe it's not even your job. Are there other areas in your life that are suffocating you? You can't stay focused. You can't stay energetic. You can't stay creative. You can't stay, you just fill in the blank. So again, the, the purpose of my podcast today is to challenge your personal leadership. What are you doing to become a better leader? What are you doing to become a better pastor? What are you doing to become a better, and then you just fill in the blank. I've learned this along the way as pastoring, and it's simple and kind of elementary. I'm embarrassed to share it with you, but I'm going to. Here's, here's what I know. God never expects more than my best. Wow, you're thinking. But think about it. Let, let that sink in. Let that drill down. If God never expects more than my best, the follow-up question or the follow-up challenge is, are you giving your best? There's the sting. There's the shot. There's the punch. Are you giving your best? And again, in our culture, nobody monitors my best. 
You see, as a pastor, I don't have annual reviews. I, I don't have anything that comes into my life to evaluate how I'm doing. It's self-reviewed and self-evaluation. And most of the time when it's that way, the best results don't happen. But that's our culture. It's okay. I like the autonomy. I'd rather be a business owner, entrepreneur for God than being bound by an organization that sets everything for me to do. To for I'm, I'm working for corporate America, but just in the God arena. I don't want, I don't, that don't work for me. So I like the autonomy. But again, I know with autonomy comes opportunity to coast, comes opportunity to goof off, comes opportunity to not produce. So I've got to make, if God never expects more than your best, then I must be giving my best. But who is challenging me? Who is pushing me? Who is provoking me to do my best? I don't know. You got to find that answer in your life. Because if it's not getting done, then I got to be honest with you. I don't think you're giving your best. You see, leaders raise the bar. We've got to find reasons to be grateful. Why? Because I'm a leader. I want to try to raise the bar in the section, in the district, in the local church. Leaders raise the bar. And also, this is what I found out, that leaders are students. We're not critics. Students are ever learning. Critics are always complaining about something, naysayers, being a Judas in the crowd. No, Lord, help me be a student. Lord, help us be students and not critics. And when something is being formed, something is put together, the master plan, the puzzle pieces are being put together, here, here's something I want you to practice or maybe challenge yourself. Replace how with wow. How are we going to do that? No, no, no. Wow. That's an amazing idea. Wow. I would have never thought about that on my own. Wow. And fill in the blank. But too often, I feel like I know too many people that are always saying how. How is negative. How is discouraging. How is just kind of sucks the air out of the room. Again, if we're raising the bar and we're pushing the organization forward and we're gathering leaders and we're training. Everything that we try that is new does not have a complete game plan. But I want to look at these possibilities as, wow, that might work. Wow, that might have merit. Again, the opposite, what would torpedo that is, how are we going to do that? How's that going to work? How do you think you're going to pull that off? When I hear that, I think of negative, negative, negative. I can't do that. That bugs me. I want to work with someone that's going to say, wow. That doesn't mean I have all the answers. It doesn't mean all the puzzle pieces are in the box. But the person that I'm sharing this with or our team is thinking, wow, what if this worked? Wow. What if all of that came together? You know where our church would be if we could pull this off? That's the energy. That's the synergy I'm looking for as leaders. But again, I'm the leader in our local church, so I got to make sure that I raise the bar annually. Here's what you try to do, okay? You try, I'm trying to recognize my profound potential and use it for the kingdom. Boom, exclamation point right there. Recognize your profound potential and use it for the kingdom. 
exclamation point, exclamation point. So your potential, your profound potential, are you using it for the kingdom? Mm, Good question. Again, I'm talking about personal leadership. I'm talking about self-improvement. I'm trying to get your creative juices to flow. I'm trying to provoke you to good works. I'm trying to push a button here or there to let you open the aperture of your leadership skills and or effectiveness and see if you are doing your best. See if your profound potential is being used for the kingdom. See if you are modeling it at the top. See if your personality is affecting the process. Mm. Okay, let me just leave it right there. Let me talk to you for a moment about this before we sign off, about a leader's code of civility. A leader's code of civility. This is what we try to do. This is what I try to do. Regardless of what level I'm working on, I'm trying to bring this to every circle in my life. Number one, I will greet and acknowledge other people. I will greet and acknowledge other people. Number two, I will say please and thank you. I will say please and thank you. Number three, leaders, code of civility. I will treat others with equality and respect. I just think if the leaders in my world and me as a leader, if we all grasp the value of this, it would make the organization and environment that we work in much, much better. Let me read it to you one more time, then I'm going to wrap it up. Leader's Code of Civility. We will greet and acknowledge each other. Number two, we will say please and thank you. Number three, we will treat each other with equality and respect. We will, we will, we will work on these things. I just want to challenge you. Month of April here, 2021. Be challenged to be a better leader. Invest into your personal leadership and treat people with equality and respect. Hey, thank you for being a part of us. I'm glad you're here again, as I said, on the front side of this podcast. Do me a favor and share this podcast in any way, form that you can. Let's get the word out and maybe we can bless and inspire someone. And I would feel like I'm doing my part. Thank you, guys. From the In The Loop offices in Temecula, California, I want to thank you for joining us today. If you would like to make contact with us, you may do so at intheloop.td at gmail.com. God bless us all and stay safe, everyone.